Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts If you dare. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hey, everyone. It's Nikki Glaser. Welcome to the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Um, Oh, I was just going to do an impression of my mom. And then I looked down and my mom was calling me. I should have picked up. But it hung up on her. I think it was a butt dial. She rarely calls me. Um, Nick. Wait, I, I wonder what she would say. Nick, what are they? What? what uh, where did you get that? What's the name of that site again that you use? Um, push on it. Push, push mat. Push mat. Uh, Poshmark mom. She so disappointed <laughs> me in those in those boots that she opened up. I just saw the disappointment on her face. It goes, what'd you pay? 20 bucks? Oh. 42. All right. Sorry, you're coming. Not a big deal. Just kidding. Uh, thank you for all the um, replies yesterday about my mom. I got a lot of DMs being like, wow, she, we've never really heard her. Um, and you sound exactly like her when you do an impression. I thought she killed it. And, you know, afterwards I was running around frantically trying to get to my next thing and I didn't have time to go like, I, I did say like, great job. That was awesome. You know, 
all the things you say after a performance is done. Um, but I'm while I'm like uploading video and like, you know, just mom, that was seriously so good. Thank you so much. Da, 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 da. And, you know, I could just tell she was just like, was that good? And I'm just it's so interesting. People that don't um, work regularly in, you know, podcasting or broadcast, whatever it is. I forget they need validation. And why do I forget that? I mean, I need it so much, too. I think the problem with my mom is, and I later was telling my dad, is that when you give it, she negates it. Goes, you're, no, it was, I was terrible. No. Mom, I I got a DM about how um, beautiful you were this weekend. I sent her the screenshot of, like, someone who met her and was like, God, your mom's beautiful. They will, they'll say anything. Okay, well, they also said that they enjoyed my show. Well, it was good. It's just like, okay. So eventually you just stop giving people compliments if they can't take them. Um, and it always brings me back to that Inside Amy Schumer sketch of that I did, I think it was first season for her show, where a bunch of girls are meeting up to give each other compliments or like meeting up to run into each other in the park, giving each other compliments and none of us can take compliments or none of the girls are like, they're all just like, no, oh my God, I'm like disgusting. Oh my God, like I, uh, what, what do they say? They're like, um, oh my God, you have, like your tits are amazing. They're like Katy Perry's. And they're like, yeah, if Katy Perry's tits were the Holocaust. It was just like stuff like that. Like, yeah, right, I'm disgusting. One girl's pregnant and she's like, oh my God, you're pregnant. And she's like, are you kidding me? I'm like 100 years old. When I birth this thing, it's just gonna be like a bunch of cobwebs. Like just every girl negating the compliments. And then I stroll up. And they're like, oh, my God, I love your jacket. And I'm like, thanks. And all the girls are just like, what? Like, they can't understand a girl that would take a compliment. And then her, everyone's head explodes. One girl walks into traffic. Another girl just takes a gun out of her purse and blows her head off just because they can't handle. <laughs> it's really funny. I just ruined it for you. But, um, yeah, yesterday I was doing something and um, – every girl that worked at this place was like gorgeous and i said to my friend who is a manager there and you know like runs it i go what is this what what you're hiring models i go this isn't you know hooters but it, i mean I, I, I couldn't think of an example of a place that hires beautiful women like this isn't what's, what's the name of like a, a nice club literally my references are so terrible i need to like expose myself to more things i need to read more What's like a place that hires like super hot women? I, you know what I said? I ended up going, this, this is like the, um, cause it was like a place where you rent canoes. I go, this is the, uh, pretty woman, like big mistake, huge of canoe, of outdoor activities. Um, cause it just seemed like all the girls there were like better than me and, and so hot. Um, what's like a club? Like if you were, if I was to say Noah, what is an exclusive mm -hmm. club where all the women that work there are hot? Like, you know, one of the hide. That's all I can think of. I know that was a cool place to go to. Oh, I guess the first, I didn't realize it was a club, but the first thing that came to mind is European Wax Center. Oh my God, that's really, that's a great reference. All the women there are so beautiful. But yeah, like all the receptionists are just stunning. And oh my God, the, you are so women. right about that. It's so funny because my friend used to go there to get his back laser hair removed. Yeah. And... He used to have stress about it because he was like, the receptionists are so hot. It's so funny you would say that. <laughs> See, this is the joy of having people in your life that aren't comedians because you can go, what's the first thing you think of when you think of this? And then they say something and you're like, that's more <laughs> genius and on point than anything I could have come up with in my brain. Um, so I'm going to use that next as my example. When there's you like said a bunch it, not of me. No, European Wax Center is so funny because everyone 
either knows about that place and it seems like a place that hot girls would work or you've been there and it's actually verified. Yeah. But yesterday, Noah, um, <clears throat> there was a girl there at this place, younger girl, and she had pink, hot pink, like eyeliner under Ooh. her eyelash, like not over, like the bottom, hot pink, which putting pink next to your eye, let's be honest, kind of a risk because there is an affliction called a p- p- pink eye. So if you're not, if you're dealing with like a kind of bacterial infection pink color, you're, it's, you're treading into territory. So today I did a hot pick under eye liner, which I used um, a, uh, a uh, lip pencil liner. And I don't know what it's going to look like from a far off shot. You can see it on the uh, YouTube in a couple days when this uploads. You know we have a YouTube channel now. You can see all of my Taylor Swift shirts that I've been wearing now. I think this is probably day 11. I'm kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'm saving some faves for later, but this one is just, you know, this one is very understated. People might say, that's not a Taylor Swift shirt. You're damn right it is. It's from the Reputation Tour. It's a tank top. It's a muscle tee. I love a good muscle tee. What do you think about um, pink under the eye eyeliner? Okay, I used to have a pink eyeshadow that I really loved, and um, I like, I think that, Red is a primary color of green, and my eyes are green. So, like, the pink tone popped out my green color more. Yes. So I loved it. And blonde classically looks great with pink. That is kind of why I love pink so much. It's Whenever I wear that color, people go, oh, my God, you look amazing. Like, it's just a good color on me. Um, I think it's because of the blonde hair. Maybe my skin tone when I spray Sally Hansen. But you're right about that. You know what taught me about the the eye color and like what colors you should use? What? Was that Almay campaign back in probably 2007, eight. Does anyone remember that? I know I'm going to get DMs from girls. They would give you a palette. I think they still do it. And it's like what color your eye is. And then it's like a brown, blue. for me it was brown, blue, like taupe or like gold. And it was for like blue eyes. And they weren't wrong. Like those colors, browns do suit me more than, you know, other colors. But, um, yeah, I love learning little makeup tricks that I never thought of. I just go to this girl. Do you have pink eyeliner under the under? Not over, under. And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, I'm stealing that look. Even though she was like (laughs) definitely a different complexion than me, different hair, couldn't be more different than me. But I was very into it. Um. Noah, how's your uh, how was your day yesterday? I can't, I my day was great. I think What'd I don't you know. Do? I can't even remember what yesterday was to be honest with you. <laughs> I know everything. But just, you're just in. Like, can we do a BSB check? Okay. Body. Body. Um, not that great. I took a um, I took a class on Saturday. Um, it was like a tribute class for someone at, at my gym who uh, passed away and they did like a seminar with some black belts and stuff. It's a, it's a jujitsu gym. Mm-hmm. And I did a, a move where I had to do a roll and I rolled on my neck the wrong way. So I've just kind of like been off, uh, yeah. and just kind of like dealing with a, with a neck, like a muscle spasm, which stinks, but it's almost gone. So I'm, I'm very happy about that. it for you so bad. Would that feel good? To like dig into it? Yes. I mean, no? Avi 
he's been massaging it and putting tiger balm and stuff and mm-hmm. when he massages it it just feels like he's like putting a knife in my back and like just like moving it around but it does feel good is it the way he's massaging or does he do everything it, it, like he does the soundtrack or the intro for fanthrax he just ah, yells in my like, ear while he he's does a commander it. right <laughs> <laughs> um so he uh it's, so it's, any massage feels like a knife it's just a like a byproduct of having this muscle spasm because it, oh, you know, it, it like locks in the back of my neck, but it affects my shoulder and my upper back. Oh yeah, it, um, it's, it's like a octopus. what's it called when they say that it goes. It's I watch so many massage videos on ASMR. I know I usually know the word for um, when it like radiates down. There's like a special word for that and oh, affects really? so many things. Yeah, forget the name for it, but um, very common sciatica. Well, sciatica, yeah, but the 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 word for it radiating down your leg, it's um, God, I forget. It's it's like, oh, that's a blank spot. Like it means that it has impact everywhere, which really everywhere on your body has effect everywhere else. But um, I'm sorry. Okay, so B body is not great. Spirit, spirit's good. School spirit, spirit. school spirit's good. Buzzy is getting. Uh, I keep forgetting what it is for boys, but he's getting snipped tomorrow. And I'm a okay. little bit... Yeah, spayed, I think. S- spayed or neutered? Spayed? I think spayed. spayed because all of my dogs were spayed, and I've only had male dogs besides Marion. Okay. So he's getting spayed tomorrow, and uh, yeah. I'm just having a little bit of a... I don't know. Mom. I'm just Cat nervous. Anxiety? Yeah. Why? I'm nervous. Uh, just, I don't like uh, the thought of him being... Uh, Scared. Not scared, like um, uh, anesthetized. I don't know. I just have a like fear not of feeling, anesthesia. not having natural like cat impulses to fuck. <laughs> no, 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 anesthetized. No, the the uh, anesthesia. Yeah, yeah. Being put to to sleep Got it. or whatever temporarily. Oh. Yeah, because it. Yeah, I, I honestly, I just took Luigi in for a checkup to get anxiety meds. I got him on Prozac and he is going to get a dental. That's what they call it. It's pretty much just yeah. like tooth cleaning and they have to anesthetize him for it. I'm like, yes, isn't that kind of like adding danger to the whole thing? Like it, sometimes they don't wake up from that. I don't it mean depends on the more. age. Okay. He's in a pretty good age well, category. I feel like most spangs, like I've never, I really don't hear many times of dogs being, you know, not waking up or cats not waking up. But I understand the anxiety of that. <clears throat> that was the moment that I knew Luigi was mine to keep when I was fostering him was when he went and got spayed and the technician had him on the, um, they had to muzzle him because he was so freaked oh. out and biting, you know. And at that point, he wasn't even like warmed up to me that much. He was just barely, I had him probably for like four days and he was just kind of like, I don't trust you, bitch. And then when he was on the table and the technician had muzzled him and was like, you know, checking him, like feeling his glands and stuff. And Luigi just looked at me. Uh, and I think I've told this before, but he looked at me when I was waiting in the stair, like chair right next to him, like mom, like do something. Like the eyes were like looking to me, like you're, you're, you look after me. that look. I just like got in my car and was like sobbing because it was just like something finally depends on me and loves me. And and that was the moment I knew that he loved me and I loved him. Like I was all he had in that world. And he just like, he, I think 
he had to in that moment just accept me because I was the only one that was and then I just go bye bitch and I left and went to probably went to Starbucks um no but then after that I I just cried in my car I was like I know it's him because of that that look of like mama um I do wonder though what do they do with the balls what are they gonna do with Buzzy's balls after they take them off do you um, know? You can get an anklet made and, or a keychain. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing just in the trash. Is it, right? So there's, or they recycle them. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm going to ask, though, because I'm so curious. Um, yeah, I mean, I that that's a great question. I think you should ask that. I was talking to my vet the other day and was talking about you know, I've I've heard anecdotally, I think, or maybe on Reddit somewhere, which you can only trust that so much, that veterinarians are the number one. They kill themselves more than any profession. And we always oh, yeah. used to hear dentists were that, which I don't know where that came from, but it's vets. And even the vet said it. She was like, yeah, you know, we are, we are prone to depression because we have, we get into this because we have like massive amounts of empathy. And it was more about I was like, oh, yeah, because I hear like you get into this business to save animals and you end up putting them down all day. She was like, it, it, it is that. But it's more that, you know, when if someone cries, like because I have am involved with animals, I'm generally people who love animals are very empathetic to not only animals, but people as well. And not only is it sad to put down a dog, which happens all the time and is the way we is the gentle way we end most pets lives which is so weird to me that that's like the best decision. <laughs> but in a human's life, it's just like, no, just suffer till the very end until your body just like, you know, you you choke on your own fucking, um, you know, lung tissue. Um, but, and, and if you let a human, if you let an animal die the way we let our grandparents die, you would be cruel and selfish. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but it is, it's both here and there. Um, but what they she said is it's just so sad. Like people, when they're putting down their pets, they're in the probably one of the worst states they've ever been in. And so she has to comfort, you know, when the vet is there, if your vet's just cold and not there to comfort you or hug you or kind of like treat you like this is more special than the other ones. Like they do it all day. You know, she says sometimes there's like 13 in a day was her worst day. And I'm like, how do you make each of those people feel special like and 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 how do you let that in without you know if all day you're watching people just like oh like sobbing how do you walk away from that and like I'm gonna go home and watch Grey's Anatomy like you just and so she was talking about I you know I get people to open up about things they don't want to open up about almost immediately and I felt a little bit like why are we on this subject and I hope this woman's okay sharing this because you know, there were cameras following me around. I still don't know why, guys. <laughs> Who knows? I don't get it. But there were cameras there. And I was talking to her about, you know, I want to get Luigi meds because I'm on meds. Why do I, again, it's like the euthanization thing. Why do I get to experience some relief from this? But giving your dog Prozac is like a, you know, late night monologue joke. I just remember Jay Leno being like, eh, you hear that? People are giving their dogs uh, Prozac. Like, it was just like, Oh, that's so stupid. Dogs aren't people. So bad. It's like, if your dog can find relief from it, why wouldn't you give it to it? So I was telling her that and I was like, you know, I love therapy. And she's like, oh, girl, me too. She said to me that she goes to do EDMR, EMDR, EDMR. 
whatever the one is that isn't a music genre. That rapid eye movement thing, you've heard of it, Noah, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, that's the one I want to do. Because right before I went for um, F-Boy Island, and I wasn't doing a podcast then, so you guys don't know this, but I went to, Whitney Cummings gave me actually her therapist. And, you know, she gave me a lot of things. She gave me clothes. She, when I come to visit her, she gives me books, just workbooks to like heal. She's amazing. Such a good friend. And she gave me her therapist. She gave me a nutritionist. She gave me all like all this stuff. And she's like, I'll, I'll pay for it. Like, she's just like, I'll, you know, she's just so generous. I love her to death. And she gave me this woman and we were going to start EDMR. Well, the woman is in LA. I'm in St. Louis. So I bought the, the system. So it's, you hold these little paddles. It's like Scientology. Like at, at first it feels like, is this like a, you know, what do they call it in Scientology when you're doing, when you're telling them all your, their secrets so you, they can use it against you if you ever try to leave? I, you know, it's a dumb word, but um, it felt like that. But instead it's like these paddles buzz and they create pulses back and forth just to like switch your focus, I think. And then what, if you want to look into it, if you have like a lot of trauma, um, and even if you don't, like I don't have specified trauma. I have like, you know, I don't have like car accidents or uh, specific abuse that happened to me, but it's kind of like this, or maybe I do. This will go in there if you have PTSD. This goes in there instead of talk therapy where you're just talking for years and years. This can get in there and just target it right away, the place in your brain that is keeping you stuck in that moment and, and, and literally resolve it. And it's all based on your eye movement and it's just a very pointed technique. So anyway, I found someone locally who's going to do it. And that was honestly, um, I did Jamila Jamil's podcast um, a while back and we both have kind of come to the same place with our body image and like accepting our bodies and like not starving ourselves anymore and all these things. And I kind of shared with her offline like how I did it and she shared with me online how she did it. And her technique was e EDMR. Um, mm. And so if you're someone out there who is struggling with that kind of stuff or literally any trauma, I just recommend looking into that. I have a, a lot of friends who have done it and who have seen like amazing, really quick results with trauma work and just, you know, and it doesn't have to be major and massive and like, oh, I don't deserve to do it because I didn't go to war. I don't deserve to do it because... My parents were cool. Like there's stuff in there. It can you can benefit from it. So I have a machine. So I'm gonna start going because this vet gave me the card. Anyway, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Let's get Andrew in here. And I want to know how he was able to turn off our fire alarms <laughs> when yesterday my mom and I were trying to get the beeping to stop. And I know I understand that means the batteries need to be changed. I know, um, but I needed the, the beeping to stop. And I don't have batteries yet. And they're hooked to the wall. And there's no batteries. So I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna call the building. Anyway. My mom and I had to stack a chair with a suitcase on top and she had to hold it steady. Andrew, who is as tall as me, just seems to make them stop right away. I need to know his secret. Andrew! Hacks is back for season three and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E, Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time. Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
What up, Andrew? Welcome back. I was pooping. Yeah? yeah. You've been pooping a lot. Yeah. You pooped last night, this morning, and then again this morning. Yeah, three. Why? How much do you poop? I mean, I would say twice a day. Like once, maybe once a day. Actually, oh. once every, once a day on Av. Uh, yeah, I'm no, I'm definitely more than that. I don't know. I, but I also engage in sex that makes me have to like get it all out once a day. No, but you would think you'd poop more. No, I just have it stacked up so it's like <laughs> once a day ready to go, and then like sometimes twice a day, sometimes. Three. Do you know exactly what time? No, but like if I know I'm gonna be engaging in activities back there, I just I need about fifteen minutes now. And good to go. Can I ask you a personal question? On, like only. Um, last night. Yeah. When I went to my room for a second, did you go prepare yourself and come out like I'm yeah. ready for you, master? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, yeah. It's like it's like <laughs> I, a, I, I always make him wait in, in the waiting room. <laughs> I could feel I could feel you come out. And go. Your order is ready. Like yeah. that's how you're. I've done that before. <laughs> I was like because I go in another room. <laughs> And I, because I don't like him in my bedroom while I'm in my bathroom, because you yes. can just there's stuff you hear, and I blast the like um, it's, toilet. Wait, no, I blast. Hold on. <laughs> it's sounding okay as a person outside yeah, as a the listener. room. Yeah, as a listener, it sounds like you are preparing yourself for Andrew. Oh, oh no, oh, no, 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 no. I must no. Go. Someone was here. My partner. Oh, okay. My sexual partner was here last I night. I didn't know that part. And I always, whenever, <laughs> he always goes, last night I got a little horny for him unexpectedly. I didn't think I was going to engage in this act because I just, we were just hanging out. But we always do. Like, we never don't if he comes over. Like, I, but mm. I wanted to do more than just give a blowjob. You know, like, I wanted to receive some stuff, which... I can, but I wanted it to involve his penis. His dingling. Yeah. So, um, like down there, I wanted it to involve his penis. Yeah. Like he could do toys on me, but like I just and I enjoy I enjoy that act. It's not like I'm like it's the only thing I can do. It's like I like it. So um, I wasn't in the mood to like prepare because it takes so long. And I'm sorry to anyone who doesn't want to hear any of this, but I do believe that. Um, education about how to I just never I was someone who was having this kind of sex I want to call it something else I hate the word yeah um, maybe um, asshole sex is that better or butthole fill my butthole or oh my god my duty hole something like that um, <laughs> uh, my rec- brown stain rectal, rectal ramming <laughs> oh rectal ramming yeah 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 that's so better. I was yeah. railroad cross let's call it railroading <laughs> No, that sounds worse. R R R R and R. Let's call it Obamacare. Obamacare. R and R. Okay. <laughs> a little R and R um, for rectal ramming, but we all know what I'm talking about when yeah. I say R and R. Yeah, we're talking okay, about. But Obamacare. it sounds like rest and relaxation. Okay, so I enjoy a little R R and a lot of it actually, and I think that even though I've been doing it a really long time. And it used to be more of like a delicacy and more of a special occasion thing when I was in a relationship. Now it's become a staple of my um, life. And I I really want to put out there that um, it should be that way for other people as well. And like I wish I would have done the research and done and really 
try, I was too scared to try because I was so scared of the stigma of being someone who like buys the tools to make it efficient mm-hmm. because then it's like you're this, that's your thing. Yeah. And then you have to like where you put all those things and then it's like if you're investing in that, then what's wrong with you? But it has led to like such a great experience that A, I don't worry about getting pregnant. I don't have to be on any birth control b- because of it. I never worry about um, any residual stuff happening. I'm fr- I'm as free as if it were in my vagina. Um, I feel very clean. I feel like I it's made me balance my diet better. Um, it feels amazing. It's connective and um, enjoyable and very uh, intimate. And it feels so good, but I wouldn't, you know, I do a bit about it now, which is not even a bit, but I go, you know, I wish everyone would be more open to anal. I really just do, and no pun intended, whatever. Like, I just, I I understand because I hear so many girls going, I've tried it. No, 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 no. I've tried it. I hear you, and I'm sure it did hurt, but... Unless did when you tried it, did you use all the lube in the land? Like literally all of it, like oh, oh, uh, a whole bottle of it. Did you use so much? What if the argument is is if you need to use that much lube, maybe naturally it's not supposed to happen. I get that, but are you naturally supposed to be swinging a golf club with a glove and like weird spikes on your shoes? None of that's natural, but it's still enjoyable. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Good argument. And also, it feels so good. I'm not. But leave this, the golf glove out of it. Yeah, that's true. Unless it <laughs> is black or brown. Um, <laughs> Don't quit. I just picture your white glove, and I'm like, that's going to be a whole thing. Um, <laughs> what about the communication part of it? There's a that's lot of communication. Thing I say, do you use all the lube in the land? If you can't say yes to all of these, then you have not tried anal, in my opinion. You should give it another shot. Have you come once or twice, vaginally or clitorally, um, so that you are relaxed enough to for your body to receive further penetration? Or have you been on the brink of climax? Like, Are you extremely relaxed with at least 20... 20- to 30 minutes of foreplay that is just dedicated to your vagina and your pleasure and not his. Okay, if you can't answer yes to that, you haven't tried it. Number three, have, have you taken tiny, have you first of all cle- cleaned yourself out in a way that has made you feel less uh, knowing that nothing's gonna happen or if something does happen, it's truly not your fault because you did everything you could. Do you have a partner that- do Wait, you have is this a, number four? Four. You have, do you have a brown towel down? How now, brown towel? Do you have or a black towel? Do you do you have a partner who, if something does happen, you could probably look them in the face again, and they are understanding and compassionate. Number that was number five. five six. Well, that was four. We're okay, on five. five. No, brown towel was four. Oh, how now, brown towel? How about that? Four, five is partner. Six. Number six is do you? Um, I want a list. I want the people on the YouTube channel to make a list next to me. Do you, um, do, oh, do, did you get warmed up with fingers? Maybe a tongue? Uh, a smaller thing. You keep numbering. Sorry, I'm just, a smaller thing than what is about to enter you. And, uh, number seven, do you, do you like it? Do you want to? Do you want to experience? Do you want? Do you want to? Do you want to experience more pleasure in your life? And are you are you interested in actually doing this, or are, are you doing it for you? Or are you doing it for them? 
Now, if the answer is you're doing it for them, sorry, we're getting the numbers confused. But let me just say, sub note on are you doing it for them? If you're doing it for them and it's turning you on to do it for them, you're good to go. But if you're doing it for them because you just want them to like you more, obviously not good to go. I I think then you can oh, say you've tried it. If you, if you oh, don't like oh. it after that, you can say you've tried it, and then we can we can talk. Se- seven in R and R heaven. That's what they call it. That's the yeah. list. Okay. Question: You are uh, a a very hard worker. You when you get your mind onto something, you're extremely motivated. Now, if you're a lazy couple, I feel like out there the idea of thirty minutes of foreplay as well as like different steps to get your butt ready. Then you shouldn't do it. <laughs> Yeah, I just think that that's where I then think you shouldn't do it. I think that's because I think all those steps. And by the way, will lazy couple people. equals no. Thirty minutes of foreplay. Do you think that's too much? I think for a regular couple that just wants to fuck, like oh, like, not for like maybe just like penis and vagina. Like you can have you can have sex. Like ha- make her come like oh. once or twice, and mm-hmm. maybe you don't come so you can actually yeah. be interested yeah. in what you're doing. No, I think you can do that, but I'm just or saying Or with a toy. I'm just saying if every time you have to prepare like you're a geisha, then I'm, it's a kind of a lot. Well, let me just say that it makes I agree with you because every time that I have sex now because I'm not having vaginal sex, I have to do the the the, the seven well, I, steps of heaven. Well, no, that's just if you now I can skip many of those steps because I <laughs> everyone know how to clean out myself in a way that I don't need even sometimes need to put down a brown how now brown towel and I don't um and all the lube in the land is doesn't isn't any time consuming. You're like a race car like that gets like the tires changed. And my yeah now I'm a, like a pit thing. stop yeah you're a pit stop and but I will say that it is there are d- days like last night I I had to get horny enough to motivate me to go prepare because it's about 15 minutes of squeezing yes. water up your ass and then pushing it out doing it again pushing it out doing it again pushing it out like it's it's and it's a lot at the end of it you're like i think i just fucked myself with this thing like i've been penetrated a lot by this little tube um but the because the investment yes you go oh my god i'm i put something i didn't just lay back and get it i i didn't just like put you know, push my underwear to the side. When you put in work to something, the reward is so much okay, better. Okay, let's say you do all that work, right? Yeah. You already know. I, I think you know my question. I don't. He comes in 45 seconds. How upset are you? Not upset at all because you have a dildo next to you that you can finish off the process. Okay. Because that does happen a lot. Is like I, a lot of times with my partner, he will finish and he he doesn't even know that I want to keep like I don't even know that I want to keep going because I I'm so turned on by them finishing usually mm-hmm. that he will just keep going um, afterwards uh, without even me asking with his penis not hard and like he's obviously probably not as turned on but he, sometimes it 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 oftentimes leads to him getting hard again because gotcha. he just keeps going so you just you have a toy on hand and I would would recommend like anal training kits there's like you know, different sized ones that move up and up. And you can do up, you can work with a plug. But I promise you, like, I just think it's Where this do you get thing. these Toys R Us? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a Toys R Us pun. But it's closed. Gus, like, oh, Lust, uh, Toys R Lust. To- toys R Lust. Um, um, sex Toys R Lust. Yeah. Boys, fuck me in my butt. Something like that. My butthole. I, ain't I'm, I just I'm want leaking. more people to experience <laughs> no, a, a I, I, thing I, that I, I think has brought me a lot of joy that I just didn't know about. And I was enjoying anal so much before, or R&R, so much before 
I knew all of this, and now I know all of this, and it's like a, a whole new now does world. It, does it take away when it's a delicacy? You know, you eat like you know a rainbow roll, which is you know twenty dollars. So you're like, oh my god, I get a yeah. rainbow. But then now you're offering essentially spicy tuna every day. Does that? Well, then your vagina becomes a delicacy. So whatever you're not doing becomes the thing that you kind of go, oh, well, this will be exciting again once we go back to this thing. And and I don't think other couples are going to do anal every time. It is so much work. I I have as much as like a probably a, a porn star who films anal. Like I have to get ready for a scene. But I enjoy investing that time. And like my partner is really grateful for the time. Like that I put into it, like, it's something that I can give to our relationship that, that's like, it's a love language of like anally douching for 15 to 40 minutes. You also got to get the camera operator, the boom guy, (laughs) uh, check the white noise in the room. It was interesting last night, my partner, um, (laughs) said to me, partner sounds so funny. Well, he's my sex partner. I feel like that's the best. No, it just feels very country. My partner. My partner he, that he me my booty hole. And had his spurs on his boots. Uh, he said to me, um, well, top your horse and listen to me for a second. And he tilted his his hat. Uh-huh. And he said... Uh, what did he say there? Well, you know, we talk a, well, a lot. We fantasize a lot up in in, um, in bed uh, and, and talk a big game of uh, different things. And it was interesting last Before night. Before you have sex? No, during. Oh. During. And daring. Sorry, did you understand what I was saying? Daring. Oh, like um, double I, dare. Dur. Daring. Double dur. Dur, dur day. Dur, uh, Fred Durst. Durst. Do you say Fred Durst? <laughs> no, you I should. say Durst. Okay, well, that's weird. Yeah. Doesn't translate. <laughs> Especially during his song. Daring. Dur, daring a Fred Durst song. Um, so <laughs> just he said, uh, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> he said to me, um, if I. You know, it's it's interesting. Communication, we have the most open communication in bed. Like, I've said things that could probably get me charged with a felony. In bed. I'm exaggerating. But, like, the things I say in bed are wild, and so are the things he says. And Like, I'm going to kill your family and steal their car? Something like that? Were you... I knew you were fucking listening. All right. Night, it was one time. <laughs> and... Partner. Hey, partner. Howdy, man. Howdy, ma'am. I'm a... <laughs> So he did say to me, though, last night, I'm trying to be very uh, thoughtful when I say this. And I thought it was just so adorable. He was like, you know, because we're talking about what happens if we take this too long term, like if we get married someday and we're not even boyfriend and girlfriend. But I was like, you know, he knows that I want that someday. And he's like, what if, you know, the things we're talking about doing eventually, which we're now just like fantasizing about. But if we eventually do those things, which are wild things. He's like, what if there's, and he goes, I don't even know if this is true, but what if I don't envision my wife doing those things? And if, if, if for me, he goes, I don't think that's going to be the thing, but I'm just worried that if I picture you as a wife, that my idea of those things, I might not want to happen to my wife, but to my like partner, to my partner, it's, (laughs) it's fine. And I go, that's kind of what I'm enjoying about this time where I'm not a wife is like, I can be the whore and like be the um you know kind of the the woman that you would never marry like that's kind of the fantasy is like mm. uh, we talk about that a lot like you know my, our fantasies involve my fantasies involve like gbs right and a lot of times gb come on oh, oh. gb oh, oh yeah 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 oh yeah 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 i should call it staying alive it's gbs yeah 
uh, gang. Yeah. And you can fill in Warfare. the Warfare. Yeah. Yeah. In your butt. So a lot of those GBs involved, like in our fantasies, men that are married. <laughs> oh. And in the fantasy, but that's not what I want to actually happen. But in the fantasy, they are like, there's something about I like being, it's it, for me, a woman that involves in a gangbang is like the ultimate like whore. Like, oh my God, she's servicing all these guys and you can't even believe what a whore this girl is. Like, it's almost like the, um, the Everest of whoredom for me. Like, mm-hmm. it, and for me as a- How as many guys a, are we talking? As many as you, like, the, you know, in my fantasy, it's like hundred. like it can be oh. so many. It's disgusting. Wow. No, and, no, I'm but just, in a I'm great just way. wondering. I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm just wondering, like, what, how many numbers we're thinking. About. I say, I mean, like, I have, I've kind of liked the idea of them being like, my wife would never fucking do this. Like, you're such a whore. Like, I'd yes. never marry you, but like, I'm gonna think about this forever when I'm fucking my boring wife. And like, not that they, they don't want to marry me, but they, 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 they say, I'm a different category. And by the way, this is, I do want to be a wife someday that, a guy would think of another woman this way. Like, I'm not trying to be like, I want to steal your man and have him think about me. That's part of a fantasy of like being the ultimate whore is my thing. Okay. So he was saying to me, like, what if, and I was like, that actually fits exactly with what I want. Like, I want to separate those two as well. And he goes, but you might end up, you know, I might end up wanting my wife to do those things, even though we haven't done those things. He was like, I don't know yet, but I'm just wondering if, if in the future I decide I don't want to do any of the stuff we've been talking about fantasizing about, I'm like, he's like, would you want to be with me? And I'm like, yes. In fact, I'm terrified of any of the things that we're talking about doing. The idea that you would bring strange men into the bedroom to bang me is horrifying. And he goes, actually, I like that. It was interesting. (laughs) He goes, because that means if you're scared of it and I'm making you do it, then it isn't you wanting it. It's me. It's it's still me in control, and it made me think of this thing. And I don't want mean to compare it to the R word, and I'm talking about the real R word. Um, but I was reading on Reddit, and I'm going to get to the news in a second. I'm Is sorry. That the to, R word. Well, no, I was reading on Reddit. <laughs> I was reading on Reddit that uh, <laughs> there's so many R words. There they are. One's R, coming back. R, R. Yeah. Uh, but. This is not R&R. This is like R-A-P and then blank. Mm -hmm. Um, I was reading on Reddit that a lot of Jap... There was someone that said, why is all Japanese porn? I really love Japanese porn. But so much of it is like rape. It seems like rape Uh where the girl at first is fighting it off and then she ends up enjoying it. Okay? That's, That's the... I don't know this to be true, but a lot of people that were commenting about Japanese porn said that is a... Like 90% of the porn that's Japanese porn and starring Japanese you know, porn makers is that version where the girl at first is like, no, no, no. And then she loves it. And the reason is that I read through all of like the kind of people psychoanalyzing this kind of porn and why the Japanese culture tends to drift towards this is because in the Japanese culture, being a woman who enjoys sex is like, you're, you're not to be trusted. You might, you know, stray. It's like you, you are a whore and like, you know, the same kind of way we look at it. start off saying, no, you're a good person. If you're forced into it and you enjoy it after it's, so it's not about rape for them. It's not about like, they like to rape women. Like it's about the woman isn't actively loving it until the guy is, it's the guy's idea. Now I don't mean to compare the two, but it was just an interesting Mm. Because people, I don't want to shame the Japanese culture for having these. Because at first I was like, what the fuck? Japanese love rape? And I was like, 
it is misogynistic that a woman can't have yeah. pleasure and that if she does have pleasure, it means that she's going to abandon her family and abandon her man because she just loves dick so much. I mean, that is just like this false idea of what a woman who enjoys sex is. But it was interesting that uh, the same way that um, I just love the psychology behind the stuff of like, oh, my partner might be into a GB situation if it's his idea and I'm a little bit nervous. Like he was like, I like the idea that this is a thing you want, but you're also like kind of don't want it because then that means yeah. if you're doing it, it's because I, I'm your master and I told you you have to, even though he secretly knows I want it. Does well, that make sense? Yes, it does. It's like when you – have you ever heard someone tell a story and they're like, I fucking – I. <laughs> I love. I fucking did fucking uh, cocaine, and then I fucked this hooker in the ass, and it just feels dirty because they're just so accepting of it. And as mm-hmm. a listener, you don't really want to hear how like comfortable they are with because then you're just like, oh, this is kind of like a bad person. Oh. But then if it's like a fish out of water, where it's like, I did cocaine, and I and I fucked. You this mean the Andrew Cullen act? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Your entire whoops. comedy act? Yeah, my entire comedy But you act. are that way. Like, you are, you're a guy that's done some of those things, been in those situations, yeah. but you're always the guy that's like, how what did the- I get here? Yes. Which yes. is a, which as a listener, it's a little bit more palatable than, because I've been at like storytelling events and just some guy will get, and I'll be like, I've done something similar to that, but I don't feel that great great about it. like that that's my, I my love that analogy you're spot yeah. on and i think that that's why you're so lovable in the scenarios that you put yourself in where you're you're around guys that are that like oh let's fuck her dude yeah. and like yeah let's just you, you know but you're a fit you're a guy that's just like wants to hang out with the guys and then you are like suddenly a part <laughs> of this thing but you're like you but you're not like oh i'm what fuck like yeah. you don't have that but you are around guys that like kind of bring you into it so your stories about those things never come off as douchey yeah so essentially so then so then if if your part your partner a partner howdy howdy ma'am if he rides up on his clydesdale <laughs> to the town saloon and you're sitting there and you're going look i like these five gentlemen here by the bar i would love oh to i wouldn't line say that up. I'm just he saying. He would have to choose them. Oh, he goes. So he it's goes, his hey, idea. Okay, hey, lady, I, I know. Noah, what do you think of all this? No, I'm saying, though, the initial thing okay. would be bad if you go, I like them five guys. I want to yes. suck all their dicks. Yes. He's like, oh, that's a little much. But, but if, if you, during you, it, yes. this thing that he's forcing me to do, I come around to enjoying it, well, then he he's the one that gave it to me. Yes. He's the chef. That made the food that I'm enjoying. And then so if he I like doesn't it, feel like you're as much of a whore. Exactly. Which, obviously, all this sounds horrible to like an ear of someone that says misogynistic. Like, no, it's, yeah, it's based yeah. in, you know, ownership of women and yeah. thinking women yeah. are loose and not to be trusted if they enjoy sex. And like, it's, it's all based on that. But, you know, I am finally in my life not trying, I'm acknowledging that and presenting a way to both acknowledge that men are wired to think a certain way and that they can't help it. And at the same time going, well, how can we fix, how can, we got to acknowledge the problem. So the fact that he was able to say, I am, I'm uncomfortable with you wanting it because it makes me feel threatened and insecure that you would want other guys. But if I'm, if I concoct it in a way that it's my idea, it makes it more palatable for me. (laughs) That to me is acknowledging the problem. And coming up with a solution, whereas it, it's not being in denial of just like no, I just uh, I just like I uh, I just like it that way. He's going, this is why I like it yeah. because of the fucked up thinking that is based on 
the patriarchy. Noah, I, your face is kind of scrunching. Oh no, no, no! I'm just I'm, I'm taking this all in. I view the bedroom I mean, I'm sure as like an. Is. <laughs> Make sure you I'm do using a lot of lube. <laughs> nice, Noah. Divide. I see. I see the bedroom as like an alternate universe. Yes. And like you know, all these fantasies and stuff is between consenting people, yeah. adults, and it's just like Hopefully. you can't really compare it to reality. So when you say the R word or all that, like I don't see it as um, the same as the crime, right? right. I just see it more of as like fantasy. And, but that's um, what people were having a problem with on C Reddit. Word, the guess. guy on Reddit goes, I love Japanese porn. I love Japanese women. I love Jap- He's probably Japanese himself. Uh, it it could have been at least. It, I don't think it was a fetish thing. He said, right. I'm just disturbed that it all seems to be rapey. And this guy was like, I don't want to see women fighting. I want. I go to the end when they're enjoying it. Why does it have to start this way? And it was an interesting thing. Noah, hold on. Before we get to the news, this is news. <laughs> Last night with my partner. I was doing, I was just like, you know, talking to him, just, you know, doing things. Making and water, making we were just animal talking, balloons? Yep, making some animal <laughs> balloons. And I suddenly go, oh my God, I want to separate it with my nose. Oh! oh! And I go, listen, I go, my- Math nerd over I go, here. Noah told me, he knows of you, obviously, and knows you. I said, Noah, so innocently the other day, said, I don't know. I like to just, and I did an impression of you while I'm like holding a dick. Sorry, Noah. And he's like naked. I go, I don't know. I just, sometimes I like to um, divide it with my nose. And he laughed so hard. And I go, so can I divide it with my nose? I was like, I know exactly what she's talking about. It's so comforting. I want to do it. So I just put it in my nose and I divided it with my nose. And I go, I'm dividing it with my nose. And I like said it into his asshole, literally, because like I literally did an impression of you into his asshole. Did it echo? I'm dividing it with my nose. With my nose, my nose, my nose. Wait, let me Did it echo? Like yours Bats flew out. Wait, I want to do my best now. My um, ass was bats. Yeah, I just picture bats like, <laughs> like you know, screeching out. <laughs> Glad you liked that. Oh, fuck me. Wait. I see them hanging upside down on my hemorrhoid. Yeah, I mean, sometimes <laughs> I... Oh, yeah, like your hemorrhoid is a stalagmite. Yeah. Like one of those dripping cave stalagmites. Okay, we got to get to the news. Wait, wait, wait. So then you the, divided it. How did it feel? It feels so cool. Noah's right. It feels awesome. Every Girls out there, try, say... I'm dividing it with my nose when you're down there. It's so cute. And honestly, I think, by the way, that was my favorite moment in the podcast ever. 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 Yeah. No, no it ever was the in cutest, funniest thing I've ever heard because you said it so instantly and, uh, or, you know, like innocently and matter, matter of factly that if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, it was from like a few days Yesterday. ago, I think. Yeah, two days ago. Two yeah. days ago. Two days ago. Uh, when Andrew was in uh, Charleston still and she said, I don't know. Sometimes I just like to just put my nose on because you're talking about balls and she goes and I just like to divide them with my nose and it's I mean there's I'm going to teach my children to do that. I'm going to teach my daughter to go you know what you don't need to blow a guy just divide it with your nose and then I'm going to carry the one carry the one two divided by one is and then add a zero to the end and then cut it like I love long division it's fun. Okay let's get to the news. So funny. So if you have 30 ball sacks get to the news. 15. And you have 15 you heard it And you get 15 of them today. You heard it here first. How many? 15. <laughs> hey, what's up there, folks? I'm back. I know you guys miss me. We at did. least two of you. Um, uh, it's Wednesday, so we all know what that means. Did you listen to my mom? It's doing Wednesday. Your job? 
I have not. I'm a little nervous that she probably did better than me, so I, I need maybe two days. She was really good, but she wasn't you, Andrew, and you know yeah. that. But she was. I, no, I was I really proud her. of her. I want her to do like Kirsten and stuff, like sit on your chair. I think it would be so fun. I I love having a third. It's fun. Yeah, it's wow. a, a GB. GB. Let's let's gang it in up person. in person. Yeah, that you pick. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't want Julie on here. All right. Anyways, have all the swells. Julie out there. I hope you're at a thrift store. Um, you know. She doesn't listen to the podcast, obviously. She was like, what is all the swells? What is that? That is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard. Let's get to the news. Sorry. Okay. Um, researchers find. Okay. This is obviously, you're going to say this is the most self. This is the most apparent paragraph you've ever heard. Researchers find that online daters decide whether to swipe right within a second and that the attractiveness of a person is what compels people to swipe right and if they accept the date. I like that you called it the most apparent. I don't know that that's the right word, but yeah, the most obvious. Yes. Like, duh. Results reveal that people who like a profile first are more likely to be accepted by that person, regardless of an unappealing profile or if the person is not as attractive. Dating apps like Match.com, Tinder, okay, 10% of long-lasting adult relationships in America. Oh, so wait, 10% of adult relationships right now from dating apps. I would have thought it was more, to be honest. I would think it was more, too. I think that a lot of those people are la-la-lying. How do you feel about this? If if you go to the guy that swipes right Uh and writes you, and you go, what did you think of my third photo? And it, and maybe you make your third photo. Oh, we're saying this. They don't even look at the other photos? Yeah, they just swipe right right away. Hmm. Do you go and you make your third photo, I don't know, like a picture of a, a dead uh, squirrel or, or maybe that's not a good term, but you know, like a, a, a something horrible or something yeah. like whatever. Just what do you me think? when I wake up in the morning, like yeah, just yeah. puffy <laughs> eyes, like kind of looking like I was a just in a, a fight with Tyson. Yeah. 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 So, and they go, what do you think of that third fo- photo? And they go, oh, I loved it. Oh, what was it? Well, they like, would go that back a good and test? look. Yeah. But do you think that's... Mm. Would you want a guy to like read your whole profile? Yeah. Would you care if it was just one photo and they were like, no, "Wow, you're hot"? No, not at all. I feel like you know, once we go on a date, I would hope that they would look a little bit more. But no, I think that the first photo is absolutely crucial. Yeah. And yeah, and that I would, if anything, I would be like a little bit more. I would be. I would prefer them to just be like, obviously, you I, know, as opposed to like, let me see, you know, like yeah. When someone goes, "I love your like." On Hinge, yeah, be like, oh, your top three are this. It's like, do you think I'm hot? Like, what do you like? I don't. What I didn't do even think of these answers. Like, I don't know so who. Then, wait, I have a sits question. And, then. Like all day. Huh? So then, in a first, like a first line, would it be better yeah. to comment about like how hot you think someone is, or something on their profile? Because usually the profile stuff is an icebreaker. Agreed. I think that I like Hinge for that. And Bumble has that now going too. Bumble slowly turned into Hinge in terms of like the prompt questions and things like that. Um, you like a witty line, actually. I've noticed that. Yeah, I like a witty line and I like good punctuation. Um, I, I just like a person that doesn't like when you I recently had a guy that did like two sentences and he didn't put a period in between them. And it was just like, I can't <laughs> deal with someone who <laughs> it's just it's, it just tells me who you are in a way that like I don't you know. It just was like, it was too weird. And then... Um, How hot though was Oh my guy? God, I matched with this black guy, okay, yeah. on um, Bumble. And I went to go say hi to him. And there's this new feature on Bumble that is just, you when, when you pull up the chat, it's just like, send a hi, send a wave. And I thought it was just gonna send a wave. 
Like it's a way for girls. I thought for I thought for sure it's it's like oh they've adapted to the idea that women sh- shouldn't be the aggressors and they're making the m- most easy way for a girl to flirt without being too too aggressive. So it was a hand wave and I they just go say hello. It was a b- easy button. I thought it was just going to send a wave to the guy. It sent a gif <laughs> of Cardi B going hey babe, <laughs> and I'm like. First of all, this feels like I I picked like a a, a, a a gif that would like yeah. do you, do you understand this? Yeah, is this the version of what like it just felt so like it was it just picked a random gif and it just happened to be Cardi B and it's like it's fine and I just wrote oh my god I don't even know what the fuck that was I tried to just wave at you can and he goes I'll just ignore it and then he went on to use run on sentences you know just sentences that ran into each other and I just couldn't but um. And he said, he was like, oh, I see you're a musician. Because I have a picture, I guess, where I'm holding a guitar. But um, he go, he's like, do you tour? I'm just like, okay, well. This- <laughs> you're like, can you just send a GIF instead? Like, yeah. and stop trying to write me? I had a Cardi B just slamming the door. Um, no. What? what um, it so was y- just so, it just was so awkward. It seemed like I chose like. What's a, co- a great, what's a great. Um, for you're a stunning. Guy, let's for a guy. You're stunning. Well, no, no, no. I wasn't gonna ask that. If a guy's like a seven in the looks, right? He looks like me, but a little bit more attractive, maybe. Uh, what's a great first about me line that you've seen before that a guy could use or a girl could use in her profile that might um, counteract the fact that they're not as attractive as they should be, um, or not or could be. <laughs> um. I think just someone saying what they value without being too... Um, so not too silly? No, I think being too silly is oftentimes I'm like, wow, they're they're trying so hard. And a lot of times they don't nail it. Like the one guy that I read to you we both liked, he was like, I'm a bad boy because I'm bad at everything or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. I like that. That's hard to do. Don't steal that one though. I want you to come up with your own, you know? Just steal it. No, don't. <laughs> if I find out you stole it, I'm going to be like, ugh. If it's like an, a quote from some movie I'm not privy to, but like everyone yes. knows, I'm going to be like so. And I'm sure that but guy did But something didn't come in up. that vein, I think, like, I think. I like a guy writing, I value blank, blank, and blank. Like, I, uh, you know, these are the things that I enjoy doing. I, I don't mind a guy that's like, I like the outdoors, politics. You hate outdoor. You hate when guys write. No, but if that's telling me who he is, oh, okay. now I know. Okay. You know, I like... Um, so start off with three things. Three things you love, yeah. but not saying what you think we want to hear. Like, I think that the best thing to do is like, we like a guy who knows who he is and isn't doing anything to try to pe- to peacock and like get us. I so, think what a good advice would be is maybe do two broad things. Like, I like outdoors. I love cooking. Like a joke. And then the third thing, don't make it jokey, though. Just something very specific to you that yes. you really like that maybe not everyone likes. Yeah, so then that's we get funny. an idea of That's them. good. So, like, um, I love outdoors. I love uh, I love um, traveling. Phobias would be a funny thing. Oh, yeah. People, and I'm afraid of fear. spiders. Something like that. And I'm like afraid that. of, yeah. Like a fun fact at the last one. And one time I met, you know... Tony Braxton. <laughs> yeah. Or just like and so, I some said, hey, yeah. with a Cardi B gif. But sometimes though, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes though when guys do a interesting fact about themselves, like, and one time I booked a one-way ticket to Africa with with no plan and no- Could be too much. And I'm just like, that's the one thing you've done Kay. cool in your life. Okay. And I just go, 
there's someone who's done one cool thing and they can't stop talking about the thing and they judge that. So it's 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 very tricky. Oh yeah, it is tricky. Yeah, I just showed up to the airport. And I said I just picked the spot on but the globe that I was carrying. Pictures of you with friends is key. Oh, that was another article that I, I didn't pick, but something about like you look more attractive. Smile with friends. Smile than, than not with friends. Friends. No, yeah, alone when you... But you can't be the ugliest out of a friend But group. I don't mind a guy having someone take a picture of him in like a monument or like on a bridge or somewhere cool where he's obviously told someone to take a picture and he's alone. That is so much better than a selfie. Selfie, mm. yeah. Selfies, I gotta say, I know it might be your only option, but just ask a stranger to take a picture of you. Here's the problem. It's not so much selfie. It's also selfie face. And if you know you, what I mean? Selfie face is... Yeah, it's always this. just like... I'm just goofy. smile. If you do a selfie, smile maybe. Yeah. Then like, it doesn't feel as selfie. Almost like you're just sending a picture to your mom of like, yeah. hi, mom. Like, send a selfie you'd send your mom. <laughs> yes. Instead of one that you'd send like, that Who you're you trying think, to yes, look cool. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And also, um, <laughs> God, I had one more thing to, to say. No, no, no. Um, it was a monument standing alone, friends. Yeah. Oh, I'm begging you, girls that have guy friends that are single, when you think your guy friend looks attractive or is wearing a good outfit, take loads of pictures of him and just send them to him and go, listen, I know you, because he's going to go, no, 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 I don't want that. Just go, it doesn't matter. Just start, say, tell me a story and have them tell you a story where they're smiling a lot. Go fake laugh. Just laugh, laugh, laugh. Then shoot from all the angles and then just airdrop into the guy. So he has, he has Tinder profile pictures. Yeah. Girls, we got to help out our guy friends. Guys ain't taking pics. We were always the one taking pictures. So just do it for your guy friends. It's, they're never going to ask you even though they need it desperately. All right. Next story. Yeah. A local news station in Spokane, which we Spokane, performed, yeah. Spokane, uh, Washington, aired porn over the sh- aired porn over the shoulder of a meteorologist during I heard a weather seconds. report. Thirteen seconds, daring. Um, yeah, thirteen seconds you know? of it. I heard it on the radio this morning. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, well, yeah, this they was aired wild. porn for thirteen seconds. I mean, that's long enough to get your anal ready. <laughs> I mean, your R and R. I mean, that's me. that's what you know. Um, That's what we were watching, probably. Wait, wait, are we going to see this? Oh, well, I I wish I could have found the footage, which apparently was of a woman's backside. That's what I heard. It was her butt. You see the TV monitor? On yeah, like over her shoulder. That's where it yeah. aired for thirteen seconds. That's a long time on so broadcast it's a huge, TV. Huge, and she didn't know it was there. I'm guessing, or do we ever? Did they? She they react did to it. Not. So it's a meteorologist, kind of uh, with a, a TV set behind her shoulder, like on the side of her. And the funny part is, like the weather pattern that's behind her right now, with the, like the white in the middle, looks like a close up of an asshole. Yeah, I mean. People called in. They were like, "I can't believe." Just turn this off the TV. The people call the, p- and it's the like, cops. How many of those people looked at porn earlier that day, last night? They like, just want something to complain about, and it's not like anyone me- meant to do that. Whoever did it is either like a little scamp that just got fired, or yeah. it was an accident. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting accident. I mean, how how does that even happen? But like, it is interesting how much people care like, when I say I pay for porn on stage, and people just kind of go. You know, like it's shocking to pay for porn. Yeah. It's like it is the only thing in our society. I think that people just are like take for granted. You you pay for that. Oh yeah. It's like yeah. It's a it's a it's a service. It's you, but YouTube's free. Ads. Okay, so if porn had ads, you would feel less inclined. Well, to... that's why I pay for it. I don't want to put up with ads, and I want the extended. But porn content. does have ads. Yeah, not the kind I watch because I pay. <laughs> yeah, because you pay. But like the idea that it's crazy to pay for porn 
Because there are places that you can go and not put up with ads and it's just banners, you know? And it's like, yes. I just, I think it's so funny that it's, the amount of people that pay for foreign versus don't pay for it are very different than people who pay, pay for YouTube premium and don't. I think it has, again, it goes back to like the same stigma of like buying uh, things for your butt to clean it is the idea of like I'm paying for porn that's like bad. Like if I'm not paying for it, I'm not really like part yeah. of it. I'm, a, you know, I'm better than that. But if you're not you know paying what I mean? for it, that's what I know advertisers think. are paying for it, but I just feel like we need to, that's why OnlyFans, I just, I, I don't know, I just like to, I'm a, I'm still subscribed to so many OnlyFans and I, or Patreons that I just don't even, I don't even use their content. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm supporting yeah. artists who struggle, but I could do better. I need to do better. Um, all right, let's go to a quick break and then we'll come back with Why Do I Care? Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking.
Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in LA and now they're all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the US and the UK. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop-ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Why do I care? Why do I care? Can I can I do a left turn here? Okay. So, well, no, this is why do I care? But okay, so there's this these two guys on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen them. No, I haven't. Everyone's talking about oh, them. Oh, the Island TikTok. Boys? Yes. I'm not on oh. TikTok. So there's the Island Boys. They're two twins, right? Yeah. This is what they look like. They look like human cartoon characters. Oh my god. They look like yeah, Machine Gun Kelly's uh sperms. I was gonna say that they do. <laughs> so there's these two brothers, and they're like blow. They blow up. They're tattooed over. You know, it looks like you know. So they 50% wrote this of song. Bodies. They didn't even write it. I think they're just freestyling in a pool, and everyone like I don't know. It's weird when these things catch fire because everyone's like, talking about. It. So I want to know your real thoughts on the song. Great, I can't wait to hear this. Show it to me. His hair looks like a king crown. So on, on Twitter, this video from yesterday has 8.1 million views. Okay, it's definitely their look. Boy. Okay, I like it. I get it. I actually I like, mean, it sounds I like, like Alligator Boy, brothers. dude. It, that's what I was thinking. Sing Alligator Boy. I was going, I'm an alligator boy. I'm an alligator boy. I mean, Andrew, uh, alligator boy. I think this. they copied this fucking song. I'm an alligator Wait, boy. What? I'm an alligator boy. You know I'm alligator boy? Alligator boy. I ain't no cracked kid. Do you have this documented <laughs> online or anywhere? Well, it doesn't sound that much. I mean, it sounds more like I'm an alligator boy. I'm an alligator boy. I'm I'm an an alligator. I mean, it's not way off. You started. No, it's I'm an alligator boy. 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 I ain't no crocodile kid. 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 I'm an alligator boy. I'm an alligator boy. I'm an alligator boy. I'm an alligator boy. But if we did it in a pool, we gotta do this. We gotta put our hair up like this. We gotta. We gotta go do that. Oh, we could do it in Milwaukee. Th- there's no pools open. <laughs> this pool down here, we got our pool open today. Oh yeah, <laughs> we got to do it. Um, <laughs> That's how much we use the pool. In the so these guys blew up. 
I mean, they're blowing up. I mean, it's a very like six nine kind of feel, but they're nice kids. Like if you watch their video, like people talk shit a lot about them, and you can yeah, respond. Yeah, they look like they're probably. And they're not like, look, cool. I know you have a problem with me. I don't know why you do. I don't have a problem with you. Kind of, they're not like. Can dickheads. you give me one more video of them and see? Just I want to hear them like talk and and. Yeah. I'm an island boy. Okay, so they're white da- guys. They look like Pete Davidson's. Where are they from? Miami. Oh, so they're not island boys. Okay, okay. I've seen enough. Um... Yeah, they're gonna be famous. I mean, they are famous. And honestly, okay, we get it. It's kind of original. It's like it's it's an individual thing, I mean, kind of. Their hair is insane. It has these spikes. They look like a Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, you know, a delinquent. <laughs> Um, tattoo on the face. A lot of people talk shit about tattoo on the face, but if you want to make it, to do that, and if they're going out, they're getting recognized all the time. Everywhere. Like that is such a look. Yeah, y- you can't. Uh, you know, Judah Friedlander is someone that you know. Everywhere he goes, he has he that, that hat. Same hat. It, he looks very distinguishable. Um, you know, you Little and I, Dickie we look like like no, you know, we could be anyone. Oh, we're the we most we're the most universal looking people yes. on earth. Um, I. Th- Think we gotta we gotta start wearing something like very noticeable and like or my I pink think, eyeliner might be. I think though, like take option. someone like Luke Combs, right? Well, he's a he's a heavier gentleman, but he looks like an everyday trucker. Yeah. Like there's you either gotta look like the everyday trucker. They'll or love the, it at first, getting recognized all the time. But I bet you it's gonna end up being not fun, and they're gonna be wearing very thick yeah. uh, concealer to cover up. Like they're just so they can, or just flattening. Any of these people that have tattoos on their face, it's cool. But at forty, my under eye. Even though I got these tattoos, yeah, I was wondering what was happening there. Do you think I have? It looks like I have an infection. Yeah. Oh shit! It doesn't look cool. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, but didn't know. But at first, the thing is, it's it's hot pink, which is like not the color of an infection. Let me just look at it. At first, I thought infection. I go, what what. What oh, is, I th- actually, I still like it. I thought cankers were moving to your eyes. <laughs> I thought no. you had canker eyes. It's a but, new... But this is the honest thing. Then, like, it kind of grew on me throughout the podcast, and I stopped. I started to like it. Okay. You liked so, the pink eye. So, yeah. It, at first, I was like, oh, it is she, a bold she needs to get to, to the hospital. On your, I know. I know. But it's both eyes, and it's like... I saw it's a girl wearing eyes. it yesterday. It's a both eyes. It's the girl was eyes. 20. It's the both eyes. Speaking of songs... <laughs> It's time for Slice of Life. This is our Wednesday segment. It's Wild Card Wednesday, so we always do a different segment. Today, um, for Wild Card Wednesday, I'm going to, um, well, on the podcast video on YouTube, you'll be able to see the video of this, but I got asked by Bob Saget to participate in um, a charity event that he does every year. It's called, the, it's for the Scler- Scleroderma Research Foundation, where scleroderma is a um, autoimmune disease that is, fatal and doesn't have a cure and it is just uh, it took the life of his sister it took the life of his sister and still takes the lives of many people and it's just so many people suffer with it not a lot of people know about it the uh, scleroderma research foundation um look them up they do like so much good work and bob always gets this like cavalcade of comedians and celebrities who 
sending videos for these events. And usually it's a live event, but the past two years have been COVID-y, obviously. And so last year I did a thing, and then this year I decided to um, do a song. And I decided to... I worked with... I asked you and Brenna about it. Yeah. I was like, is this a good idea? I decided to take the Full House theme song. Which you thought yeah. was a different song at first. I know. At first I thought it was Family Matters. <laughs> I thought it was like... It's a grand tradition. No, yeah. that's that's Full House. Wait, I thought it was. When you you take the good, you take no. No, no, no. That's no, right. Family right. Matters is. Um, uh, oh no, no, it is. That is. I was gonna say it's a rare condition. It's called scleroderma. Yeah. Read any news. Like I was gonna do that, but then I realized that's not the that's the Family Matters theme song. <laughs> and then I looked up uh, Full House, and it's everywhere you look, yes. everywhere. So I decided to do that song. I looked up the chords for it. They were not clear, so I just made up my own. They are not right. I am not good. Uh, I, this was a thing I did in two takes because I just didn't have time. But I think it ended up being pretty funny, and I wanted to share it with you guys. And this is something I did while Andrew and Brenna were having sex in the next room, I think. You are. <laughs> Miss you, Brenna. <laughs> Miss you, baby. Hi there. It's Nikki Glazer, and I am so honored to um, be one of Bob's friends that he hits up every year for one of these videos. Um, I hope that you take the time tonight to donate what you can to the Scleroderma Research Foundation. Um, they do such incredible work, and they only really beg us for money once a year. And um, yeah, I just, it warms my heart how much Bob cares. And um, how many texts he sent me over and over reminding me to send this in. So, um, with that, uh, I don't have, uh, stand-up comedy to perform for you, but over the past year, I've, um, learned a couple chords enough to, to, to sing this. And, uh, whatever happened to Bob Saget's charity, I await my yearly call from him asking me to work for free. Then I get that text from Bob and I say, here we go again. Every October since the day I met Bob, I met Bob. He asked me for content <laughs> and I have to look and I have to look up to look up how to pronounce scleroderma. <laughs> but then I read the facts like how we have no cure. So many still suffer like crowds when Bob is on tour. <laughs> Donate to SRF. Fuck you, UNICEF. And every other charity. Just for tonight, at least, please. Then it is Bob, Bada, Ding, 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 Franny. Donate. That was it. Have you ever thought about doing, I'm a Sclodera boy. I'm a Sclodera boy. <laughs> I didn't think about it. Those guys hadn't come out yet. <laughs> that was great, dude. Thanks. It, it was it actually really, really well received. Oh, I'm sure. And it was very easy to do. It was really, it was fun to do. I love Dude, you can do that shit like that. all day. I hate when you say you're not a good songwriter or writer and then you can i mean i can take an old that song in, and that's and make so fun yeah what do you think writing songs is that's what they all do well I, melodies are hard for me to come up with have you tried uh i'm a melody boy i'm oh. a melody girl i'm a melody girl i'm a melody girl um i tried the other day to write a song it was so embarrassing oh, Just what like was it called my, it was oh you know what it's i want to do a song about called um because I'm so into this artist right now. 
Um, I know everyone is, and, and you've tried to get me into her before, but I only like this one song right now. I'm obsessed with it. Maggie Rogers. It's called uh, Back in My Body. I'm obsessed with this song. I can't stop singing it. It's about when she got really famous and was on tour for the first time. And she thought like, that's all she's wanted to do is like be yeah. on tour. And it's her out on the road having panic attacks and like hating it mm-hmm. and wanting to leave. And like, it's just so, it, but it, anyone can relate to it. I didn't even know it was about her on tour until I read I the, showed you the video of her with Pharrell. Yeah, yeah. If you're out there and you haven't seen this yet, type in Maggie Rogers Pharrell NYU. Yeah. And it's a tearjerker, I think. Totally. It yeah. was, um, yeah, she got discovered by Pharrell. Oh. She's just cool. And, um, but anyway, the song, what was I getting to? Oh, so I've tried to write a song. I just am, I, I like songs that have like double meaning, obviously. And I think the coolest double meaning I've kind of stumbled upon in my comedy what is, uh, that isn't too sexual or whatever is settling. And like we say, settle down. And we also say, like, you shouldn't settle. When are you going to settle? Stop. Settle down. Like, we say that to someone who's, like, freaking out. Mm-hmm. We also tell women, you need to settle down. Yeah, like, and down. find someone yeah. soon. Like, you need to find a man. Settle. You need to settle. When are you going to settle? And also, like, you should never settle. So there's so many different uh, meanings of settle that mm-hmm. I think a song about settling would be a cool song. I think so. I think And about, great. like, the struggle of um, when to settle and... Why and and having it be about like yeah and just having it kind of have you tried like um, let me it. think about um I'm a settling boy I'm a settling that boy just sounds so um like you, other things I've heard really I don't hmm. know I just feel it's probably original but it just sounds like a lot of others okay what about this um, it makes me think of I'm settling down I'm, I'm settling down I'm settling down. <laughs> I'm settling down. Not bad. I'm settling down. <laughs> well, that's not, that isn't bad, actually. If you come to me, I just can't I'll settle down. Make a decision. And I watched that I'm so YouTube horny. video about writing a song, the YouTube yeah. video. And it was just like, it's all, I talked about this in the podcast yesterday in my opening. It's just about making decisions. And the problem with songwriting for me is if I'm, you know, doing A minor, A, A minor, A, A, I'm like, what if there could be a better chord progression? And then I can't land on that. And then I just give up because I'm like, this isn't good enough. Mm. And I just, I always want it. But the yeah, thing but is, I think it just you, has to be uh, anything. And you then can you, make it simple. And then a better guitarist, no offense, can then make it more. There's a better guitarist out there than me. I said no offense. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to write a song right. called Settle Down. Don't settle. Uh, write it. I should settle just on a couple chords and then some words and then it's over. Thank you guys so much for listening today. As always, don't be care. And uh, Jack Frost. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is uncanny usa 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.